one year, I kind of got an idea. You know, I almost tried trap. I like to trap. I like to make lure, and I like to write. Where can it go from here? I would be able to spend more time in the woods. I was losing money in the fish trapping, but I didn't care. Getting the traps out there is the hardest part, I think, with them. I would leave the critters in the back of my truck in the high school parking lot. We're going to set traps, like, no matter what. Some of these guys have trapped these areas for generations. We got through the fur boom. This is Northern Michigan. This is what you do. Trappers love game trappers in a positive way. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Do you know everything? This will be fun. Trying to learn something from these legends. Ask questions without asking questions. Volumes of Herb Lennon Game Magazine. The structure from Herb Lennon. Herb Lennon's articles, the Herb Lennon ads to information, trapping radios. We are trappers and ourselves. To me, that's pretty important. Alright, everybody listening to me? Develop a system yet that's working ahead of time to build big trapping. If you got very much the same as the you got bog trap. They start talking about these big fans. Most of my tunes are coming from up top, not down bottom. Probably the best part of the country in the world. I don't get any better. Trying to set predator trash and trash waders. The back of that beaver looks like a sheer. You better edit this part out. Yeah, we better. Back in the fur shed, this is Trapping Today. I'm Jeremiah Wood. Thanks for listening in. It's great to have you here. We are brought to you by Cots Brothers Lures, K-A-A-T-Z-B-R-O-S.com. Trap smarter, work harder, enjoy the success that follows. Cots Bros has a wide selection of baits and lures. They have traps, snares, books, DVDs, all the different tools and trinkets and gadgets and everything you need to get going on the trap line or to stock up. Brought to you by Moyle Mink and Tannery. Get your fur tanned by the professionals, whether it's for a wall hanger, for mitts and hats, maybe you're going to do a little fur sewing. Maybe you're going to have my friend Josh up in Alaska sew some fur for you. Get it over to Moyle, get it tanned professionally, get it preserved for the long term. Maybe you're going to go out to some uh, fairs uh, in the summertime and try to sell some fur there, some tan pelts for for people to uh, decorate their homes with. Maybe you want to make a nice blanket. There's so many different things you can do with fur. Fur is durable, it's beautiful, it's natural, it's renewable, it's an awesome thing. We ought to celebrate it a little more. And it's hard to sell in the conventional commodity market uh, anymore or in the fashion market. So we've got to be creative and find different ways to um, to market our fur. But you can't do that for the most part unless you get it tanned. And uh, some people can be very effective at home tanning. Uh, but on a commercial scale to do a real professional job to where you can consistently produce fur pelts that you can sell uh, as a quality product, I think you got to go with the pros. Uh, Moyle Mink and Tannery, moyle.net, M-O-Y-L-E.net. And uh, you'll find their online customer portal you can use to start your order. And it'll actually give you a, a front, um, get you closer to the front of the line in terms of order speed and uh, processing so go go to moil.net and contact them at info info at moil.net if you want to let them know you heard about them from the trapping today podcast and uh you may think i've forgotten onyx maps <laughs> um I, I saved onyx for last because that's what we're going to talk about tonight so it i've had recently had a listener ask me about doing some sort of like a, a very basic introduction to using Onyx for the trap line. He, he kind of uh, 
framed it as an onyx for dummies kind of like you have you know a, a series seri that series of books for dummies for you know people who just don't really have technological savvy they don't have a, a real good understanding and they need to start at the very beginning and i'll be honest that is a, a huge challenge for me because i, I i'm just uh, when it comes to to teaching things to other people my children included i i oftentimes have a hard time putting myself into their frame of mind and and recognizing that that they don't understand certain things because there's something in me that it kind of automatically assumes you they must know this or they must know that so really you have to take a step back and think no this this might seem pretty easy but it, there's a lot of things that I take for granted because I grew up in an era where we do everything on a phone and someone that's in their 50s or 60s that's not the first thing that they think about and so some some people have just gotten smartphones pretty recently or they they've had them for a while but they just never really learned to master their use and so I'm put, trying to put myself back there and give a, a really basic intro on how to use Onyx, what it is, how to better understand what you can get from it and sort of make the, the most of using this app. And just for starters, I'll mention what I always mention. You know, Onyx is a supporter of this podcast and they, uh, they also have a, an excellent promotional deal where you can use a promo code if you're purchasing Onyx for the first time to get 20% off of your purchase. So when you go to onyxmaps.com and you go through the process of, of making your purchase, you're going to use the code TRAP, T-R-A-P. Very, very simple. That'll get you 20% off of whatever plan you decide to purchase. So I uh, wanted to throw that out there for starters. Also want to give a disclaimer. I don't work for Onyx. I am a, uh, oh, I, I guess I'm, a representative in some ways because uh, I, I'm, I'm sort of an ambassador if you will um, so I I am fairly proficient with the app but I don't know as much as someone who works for the company would know and if there is something that you need for help and questions you have I actually had another Onyx question this week about marking waypoints and if you have those questions and I can't satisfy you with an answer based on the information I provide, please get in touch with Onyx customer support. That is what they're there for. It, they're very easy to talk to or email. They're very responsive. Every time I've emailed them, they've gotten back to me within a couple of hours, uh, at least within 24 hours, every time without fail. So they're, they're very good with that. And it's all English speaking, American people, um, right there in Montana and they they know they know this application they know this product better than anybody way better than I do so those are the people you just don't hesitate to get in touch with customer support at Onyx they're very helpful and they're going to help you work through your problem I had one really pro long problem uh, ongoing problem that had to do with my phone and that's something we'll get into a little bit is is Everybody seems to have a different phone. There's so many different models, and this app works on all of them. And so that's a challenge in itself is just to make sure it works on all of them. And there are certain settings on certain phones 
that you have to be careful with and, and they provide some details on what you need to do just to make sure that it is remains compatible with Onyx. But my problem was when I would go offline uh, with, with the and use the app, it would freeze up on me. And when we got into the details and I tried all different things and they didn't, nothing seemed to help back and forth, back and forth with customer support. Um, they did mention that you know the Google Pixel phone is probably the most problematic uh, in terms of issues they've had, which is ironic. You know that's the phone I have. Um, it's not a super common model, but a fair number of people have it. Now that being said, everything else works fine. But when I would go offline and I would try to use the app, it freeze up. And the worst was I was up in Alaska and I was in the bush, 40 miles away from town. And I had no cell service and I had no way of uh, trying to fix the problem. So once I was out there and the app stopped working on me, froze up on me, I couldn't get it back. No matter how many times I restarted my phone or anything, it just without having cell service, I wasn't able to uh, uninstall, reinstall, update, do anything. So um, since then, we've, we've continued to work on that and what... Uh, I think we got it figured out and very patient customer support people going back and forth with me and trying a bunch of different things. And I think what it was that I had, I was just, I had between 1500 and 2000 waypoints in addition to a bunch of different tracks and as well as offline maps. And so there was just so much data all at once that my phone was trying to process. And plus my phone's always near the, the maximum and its storage as it is so that's another issue but it would try to load up all the waypoints at, at all at once and it was freezing things up and it just wouldn't work and so uh, it, the really simple fix for that was there there's an option on there to no, not display all of your waypoints but only display the ones that are viewable on the active screen where you're actually searching and so when I was in Alaska unbeknownst to me it was trying to the app was trying to load all my Alaska waypoints in addition to all of my main waypoints from the last like two three years on the trap line, and so it was uh, it was just crazy overload. But but um, in the last year I tested this out a few times and I think it's I think it's okay now. I you know no guarantee there could always be more issues that pop up, but um, there there was a way and a solution which was nice to. Uh, to finally arrive at but anyway let's let's go back and i'll start at the very beginning and try to introduce you to to onyx and, and what this thing is and what it does so onyx started out as a company that had a goal of providing landowner information to hunters and out west where there's a lot of public and private land a lot of intersection between the two a lot of public land that's real hard to get to and hard to make sure you're still on there and staying legal uh, you have to have permission for everything you hunt out there that's not public. And so it, it was it really solved the problem that hunters had in determining who owned land, making sure they were on the right land, and figuring out who to contact to get permission uh, to hunt. Uh, it was actually started by a college friend of my brother-in-law. I Well, we weren't brother-in-laws at the time, but I ended up marrying his sister. Um, and... Uh, his his friend started this company, and when they were uh, shortly 
uh, out of college, um, my brother-in-law actually joined the company at, went back when there was, uh, he was the third hire, I believe. So they were just a small company, just a few guys working together to try and gather all of the landowner information. They started with a couple of Western states and they continue to grow and grow and grow. Now they've got, I don't know, there's dozens, there's at least 50 employees. I think there's more than, I think they're continuing to hire more and more. There may be more than that now. Um, big new office. They got all of the states in the U S they got, and they've gone way beyond landowner information. When they started out, it was just a chip that you put in your GPS unit that, that, uh, pulled, gave you a layer um, on your GPS that showed the landowner information and uh, that morphed into as phones got better and more advanced and smartphones became prevalent and all smartphones have GPS capability built in them, essentially all smartphones, um, they they kind of uh, transitioned into from this being a physical trip to now being an app, an application that's loaded onto your phone. That, that does the same thing, but it does so much more now. So they've, they've, uh, they've added so many different functionalities and capabilities and different mappings, base maps and layers and everything that it's just gone crazy. So, but that was the basics. And we're going to start at the basics uh, in terms of how you get going with, with Onyx. So very basically, this is an app for your phone, just like any other app, just like uh, if you get Gmail, Gmail is an app, YouTube is has is an app um, I'm just pulling up my phone here looking at a few different things uh, Amazon is an app to you know Amazon shopping eBay uh, PayPal uh, if you trade stocks maybe you have one of the stock trading uh, apps you play games or whatever you might have an app there I don't have any of those um, just you know you got dozens of different apps on your phone applications that power different things and, and allow you to do certain things Onyx is just one of those so you you if you go to the app store whether you're if you have an apple phone it's going to be a little different uh, compared to uh, a google or a, a android like the android phone you're going to go to the, like the google play store uh, for an apple you're going to go to the apple store and you can just search on x or Onyx Hunt app, any of the, those things will show up. And there's an app there. It's it's available for you to either install or to update. Very simple. Now, if if you don't want to, um, if you just want to do a trial, if you, if you don't want to pay for uh, all the advanced things uh, that you can do with this Onyx or pay for the landowner information, you can still do a fair number of things with the app, uh, the free version. Just go ahead and download that and start tooling around with it and try it out just to see how you like it. Um, now, when you actually go to to purchase the service, you can purchase it through the app, but you're not going to get the uh, the special deal, the 20% off. Um, it, to do that, you got to purchase it through the web. So you either pull up your browser on your phone or you go on your laptop or, or your tablet. Go to onxmaps.com. And you're going to have the opportunity there to click on buy now for the hunt app um, they it used to be just one app onyx was just one type of app now they've uh, they've grown they now have onyx hunt onyx off-road onyx backcountry 
Um, you click on Onyx Hunt, that's pretty much, unless you're just looking for hiking trails or ATV trails, um, Onyx Hunt's going to have everything else, everything that you need other than those two things. So you have uh, a few different options. Now, uh, what you're going to do is you're going to purchase this uh, subscription, and this is going to uh, unlock everything that you can do with Onyx. And this is going to make it available both on your phone and on anywhere on the web. So any computer, any tablet, anything you're on, this is all, everything that you have with Onyx is going to be stored in the cloud and it's going to be available from anywhere in the world, any device, period. It is just, it's a, that was one of the big game changers for me uh, in using this thing is how much better that makes everything work. Because if, uh, if you're out in the woods, I'd go out with my Garmin GPS, um, I, I would mark a bunch of waypoints, I'd come back to the house, then I'd have to sit down at the end of the day when I'm dead tired and I'm all played out, I have to go and plug that into my computer, pull up the Garmin Basecamp uh, program or app, and uh, have to transfer manually all of my waypoints onto my computer. And then, if I lost my GPS in the woods and I hadn't transferred them over, those waypoints are gone, they're lost forever. Um, or if my computer crashes, which as you all know, every five, six years, sometimes more, sometimes less, uh, a computer is going to crash, your hard drive is going to go on you, and it's going to be toast. And you lose all your waypoints and all your tracks and all your history and everything else. Um, now with this app, you go out in the woods with your phone, with the Onyx, use the Onyx app, mark waypoints, track things, do whatever. You come back home, you don't have to do a thing in the background, this is automatically uploading all your waypoints to the cloud. And then you could go, like I've gone, I've come home from trapping and set a bunch of traps, marked all my trap locations, literally minutes from getting home, and I'd only been in cell service for probably 15 minutes. I'd go to the web app and my waypoints would already be uploaded from the woods onto um, the, the web. And so, and sometimes it, it might take a little longer. You have to refresh it or whatever, maybe, but um, it's almost instant. And I could pull up that and look at all that on, on the web. And so there's two different things that are at play here. You're going to have, but, but you just purchase one membership, whether you purchase it through the uh, Play Store or the Apple Store, or you purchase it on onyxmaps.com and use that code TRAPTRAP and get your 20% off. Either way, you're in. It's available everywhere you go. Um, there are different types of memberships. Like I said, you can do a lot of stuff for free, but to get the landowner information and to unlock a bunch of this other stuff, you, you have two different options for membership. Um, and, and you can build, you can do this annually or monthly. It, you save a lot. Um, you save quite a lot. Uh, it, oh, sorry. The elite membership you can do annually or monthly and you save a lot of money. But, uh, the premium membership is just billed yearly. Um, the the pre so you have two memberships premium and elite and premium gives you landowner information on private lands for one state okay so if you're trapping hunting whatever in just one state there that's all you need your information for that's all you need that's 29.99 a year so 30 bucks a year i mean that's less than three dollars a month it's that's almost a no-brainer now, if you you have 
the, the premium and if you want to buy two or three states you're gonna pay 60 bucks for two states 90 bucks for three states but if you get an elite membership that's your other option you get private landowner information for all 50 states in the US everything that's a hundred bucks a year that you can do uh, it's 15 14.99 a month if you want to do it monthly but if you do it yearly you save a lot that's what's that like 50 or more than 50 percent um, or 40% savings by going yearly for $99.99. Um, then if you do yearly and you use that promo code TRAP, you're going to get 20% off of that. So you're gonna it's going to be like $79, something like that. Um, you get private lands for all 50 states, unlimited offline maps, and uh, this elite benefits program, which I don't really understand much about. I've, I've heard a little bit about it. I think there has something to do, I could be wrong, but something to do with on getting information on all the uh, draw odds for for big game tags in western states and a bunch of other stuff but anyway that's so you got your premium or your elite so you click on one of those you click on uh, next and then you're gonna have a chance to select your state you select your state I'm gonna go here select main click on next and then you have a chance to uh, do your payment you can do you can uh, enter a credit card um, and you have the the um, you're you're gonna have the option. I believe you can do either recurring or a one-time payment. Um, and you can actually I've done I've done the one-time payment, or I've done the recurring payment, and then I've actually gone in and canceled the recurring, so that it doesn't automatically bill you, so that you you just have to go back and manually just in case you I actually for me it was I was resetting all the settings when I was having those issues with the with the freezing up of the app and I was I was trying a bunch of different things to see if if something would work but just to tell you there is an option if you do a recurring payment there is an option to uh, to cancel that on the back end um, and let's see so you, you do your membership you go through then you create an account very simple um, and you're in your Onyx Onyx um, customer. Now you're gonna go whether if you purchase this on the web and use that promo code, you're gonna go uh, back to your phone and you're gonna go to the store and you're gonna download the app. And when you get the app downloaded and it's on your phone, you click on the app and you sign in. You're only gonna have to sign in once. And then in my experience, I've never had to sign in uh, again. So it, it's going to automatically know that, that when you're on that phone that, that that's your, uh, your it, it'll link to your, your use, your account. Um, and, and from here on out, all you got to do is click on that red, that white X with the red, that red circle with a white X in it. And, uh, and you're going to be in. Now, Onyx has regular updates. So every few weeks, every couple weeks maybe, when you go to pull it up on your phone, it's going to ask you if you want to update. Um, I would recommend um, always updating. It's a very simple process. Usually only takes, I don't know, a few seconds to a minute or two. You update it and install the new version. And the reason for that is they're constantly making changes to whether it's landowner information as they get more data. Uh, sometimes they'll update the aerial imagery because they, there's new satellite images, and so they, they try to keep that fairly recent. Um, maybe they have different layers that, that they're working on that they're, they're um, able to 
um, to add or to change or to update or fix. So that's all going to be uh, uh, added when, when you do the updates. So do that. If you're on the web app or the web map, uh, that's all going to be updated for you. Okay, so now you're in, you, you're a member, you have everything set up, you have the app on your phone, and you have the desktop application. To view the web map or the desk on your desktop or your, your uh, tablet or whatever, you go to webmap.onxmaps.com. Very simple. Or you could just, just search Onyx web map or go to Onyx and you'll find it. It's, if you look for it, you'll be able to find it. And that's going to pull up a map, and it's usually going to show like where you last were, um, wherever you were using the app. And the reason that I see an advantage to using this web map is because you you get to look at things on a 15 to 17 inch screen versus the you know four or five inch screen on your five six inch screen on your phone. And so you get to see a much bigger screen. You also get to use your mouse if you if you use a mouse. Uh, point and click, drag and drop. Uh, you you just click on a spot on the map and you can drag uh, the mouse around and go anywhere you want to go. You can scroll uh, if you've got a wheel on your mouse, like I think most of us do. You uh, you run the wheel up or down to scroll in or out, and so it just makes it really simple. Um, if you have a touchscreen uh, computer, you can laptop or whatever you can use it just like you would on your phone but anyway you can just kind of uh, see things from a, a, a larger screen perspective and uh, if you're comfortable you know maybe you're more comfortable making your waypoints and tracks and stuff uh, in in this environment and you're gonna see basically everything that you can uh, access on your phone is going to be available on the web map as well as uh, with the web map, you're going to be able to look at things in a 3D view. So, and we'll we'll get into the the different views of the base maps in a in a few minutes. But um, it, it this is a new feature that's just been added. It's not available on Android phones. It is available on Apple phones, and uh, anyone that's got a desktop uh, can can view this through the web map. Um, you. you you see, a, you can see a 3D view, so you can see the terrain, and uh, the dips, and the mountains, and valleys, and everything else. Which, uh, for you know, my area, it's not super um, steep, or you know, not a lot of big mountains or anything. So it doesn't make a huge difference. But if I was, if I was out in a western state, I would definitely want to uh, to be able to use that 3D view. Okay, so that's that. I think we'll go over to the phone because that's where most of us are going to be using this uh, in, in sort of a remote application where we're out in the field. All right, so we're gonna be, we're gonna be in the woods. We're gonna be using this app to, um, to figure out, you know, we're, we're gonna be trapping with this. We're gonna be trapping. So you, you go over to that uh, icon, the red circle with, uh, with the white X in the middle of it, and you click on that, you tap on that, you're gonna open up Onyx Hunt, and you're going to see the very first thing you're gonna see, and I'm gonna back out and go back in just to make sure. You're gonna see a screen, 
your location is going to be um, identified with a blue dot right in the center of the screen and then you're going to see basically whatever zoom level you had or whatever else you had for waypoints or anything everything's going to be there the way you last left it so your dead center um, what are you looking at um, there are three different views for uh, for your base maps and so a base map is very simply uh, what you see in the background so just pretend you're back in the old school days when the GPS's first came out and it was nothing but a blank screen with an arrow on it and the arrow was your location and then you'd like mark waypoints and you'd see your track you'd see your waypoints and your arrow where you were and that was it um, the base map is the background it's it's what's actually what's there um, it's like looking at a map on a desktop, on a, on a desk, a paper map, right? And so you have uh, three different options. The one, the most popular option that I think all of us would choose to use the vast majority of the time is going to be the satellite imagery. And that's what the, that's the most recent satellite imagery that Onyx has available for your area. And so you're going to see the satellite image. Um, you can scroll in, scroll out, uh, take a look at things. I, I, you do it when you're at your house. It's pretty sweet because you can see what cars are parked in the yard and what you had going on there, and and uh, every everything is like you could tell what year the photo was taken based on um, on what it looks like. So uh, for me, I see a bunch of hay bales stacked in a certain area where I fed hay a couple years ago. So yeah, that's uh, that's your base map. Um, and you can move around and you are not going to see probably, well, you can zoom out quite a ways and see see uh, see the base map probably for your whole state. But what you're going to notice is as you zoom in, it's going to take a few seconds and it is going to load a higher resolution image of the base map. So when you're zoomed way out, it's pretty grainy. But the further you zoom in, the more it loads uh, a better resolution. And the, the you'll get to a point where you zoomed all the way in, and it's the best resolution map that they have available for that area. So in Maine, in most of the lower 48, it's going to be really good. Uh, when I was up in Alaska, there it was a little bit not quite so good in where I was because it was, I think it was just so remote that they never bothered doing a really high resolution um, if you're in a farming area, it's going to be super high resolution more than likely because uh, the USDA spends a lot of money to get really high resolution images for farm ground. So that's uh, that's going to be your, your satellite imagery. Um, the other base map you're going to have is a topo. So that's your topographic map, and that's going to be the... Uh, the same type of topo map that you see probably for the past 40, 50 years with um, uh, you're going to have all your roads on it, um, your your paved roads and then your dirt roads, your back roads. Uh, the roads, will, the major roads that have numbers will be numbered. You're going to see your streams and your lakes. Everything's that's going to show up in blue. All the water, the streams, rivers, lakes, ponds, whatever. Um, Green is going to represent forested area, and you're going to have uh, white that represents open cleared area or unforested. 
uh, for this area that white represents uh, mostly the farm ground and it's it's your standard topo map so you're going to have the names of the streams you actually have you'll have stream and lake names and stuff on the the satellite imagery as well but um, it, this is just a the topo it's more it's an old school thing um, it helps you know for people that are used to using those old maps it's uh, it's a less messy so there's not as much detail so you can kind of if you got a lot going on in your map and you want to see a simpler view that's good and the biggest thing with the topo is you have the contour lines so you can see the exact contours of the different hills and ridges and valleys and mountains and everything so it, it it can be very useful so that is your topo and I'm gonna use the satellite imagery like 95% of the time 5% of the time I'm gonna use the topo you have a third option though and that is the hybrid and the hybrid option is the aerial imagery with the topographic lines uh, the contour lines added onto it and those contour lines are gonna be like a, a yellowish color and you're going to see the lines and you're going to see the actual elevations associated with those lines that are printed out on the map as well. And you're going to have the advantage of everything that you have already on the satellite imagery. This is going to be a really messy map, especially if you're in a pretty developed area. Not so bad if you're out in the woods, in the deep woods. But um, some people really like this. I don't use it very often because it's so messy. I usually stick to the satellite imagery. Now, you're going to want to know, obviously, how do I toggle back and forth between these? Because you can constantly be going back and forth between the satellite, the topo, and the hybrid, just depending on what you want to look at or what type of view you feel like having. So, in the bottom right of your phone screen, you're going to have a, a square there. There's actually two squares, and the, we'll talk about the lower one in just a minute, but the top square on the bottom right corner of the screen uh, says it, it'll it'll say either sat hyb or uh, topo and that's going to tell you what you're looking at you just tap on that and the screen's going to come up the bottom of the screen's going to come up with three options satellite hybrid or topo and you just tap on the one you want to use and it's instantly changes over and you've got that view so that's that's really slick it's pretty uh pretty simple and, and, and very convenient to go be able to go back and forth like that. Now in addition to the three base map options you have, you're going to have something called layers. And a layer is just an added uh, data set with information that's physically going to be displayed on your map uh, if you choose to have it there. Um, the layers are, I, I guess you can you can consider um, say the the topo map a layer uh, or the the contour lines sort of like a layer but these layers are typically going to have very specific information that is discrete uh, based on it's very it's particular to an, a specific area of interest so if you look at the bottom uh, bottom of your phone screen you're going to see, uh, actually not quite to the bottom, you're going to see a scale that's going to show you um, the, the distance on the map. So it's just like having a traditional map with a scale on the bottom. And as you zoom in and out, that scale is going to adjust for you. It's also going to give you your uh, latitude and longitude as you move around on the map. That is constantly changing. And it's going to give you your elevation. Now, 
I have not, uh, for some reason, I don't always seem to get the, the elevation just perfect. Um, I don't, it seems to me that it doesn't, maybe it's just, maybe it's just me and I haven't figured out exactly how to make this work, but the elevation doesn't seem to change as I'm moving around a lot and then all of a sudden it'll change and, and it'll be accurate, but um, I don't, I don't know exactly whether the, I should look into this actually, whether the elevation is based on where you're clicking on the map, uh, where you are actually located, um, or or something else. But it doesn't, the, I don't always trust the elevation uh, when, I, when I'm moving, scrolling around and moving back and forth constantly. Um, but if I'm in an area and I've been in that area for a while, I'll look down at the elevation and, and it'll make some sense. Um, but otherwise, I mean, one easy way to check on your elevation is just to pull that hybrid map up and see where you're at. Because right now, the elevation is telling me 530 feet, and I know I'm six. Uh, I know I'm like 640 or 660 or something where I'm located. And so I just pulled up the top of lines, and sure enough, yeah, I'm I'm six something on the top of lines. So I'm not sure exactly where what how often that elevation updates or what it's based on, but don't always trust that. Okay. Uh, below the, that little elevation, lat long and scale, you're going to have a strip at the bottom of your screen and you're going to have different options. Uh, the one to the very left is map layers. Uh, these are map layers, offline maps, my content tools and tracking. And we'll go through all those later on, but, uh, Tap on map layers, and the screen's going to come up with a a, a a bunch of different options. So there's going to be uh, my layers, and then there's going to be layer library. And I'm going to go to the layer library, uh, and just so that you have a decent idea of um, of what there are for options. So, because you're, you're, some of you probably are thinking, well, I still don't understand what a layer is. Okay, so uh, a layer is going to add information to the existing map that you have, and that information is going to be geographically displayed depending on what your interest, or what the layer has for data. Um, so, for instance, um, the, I'm going to pull up the layer library here. These are the some of the different layers that are available and not all layers are going to be available in your area uh, they're very specific to different states and different areas um, but you're going to have uh, for instance there's a section with that says water okay so water has there's several layers within water um, for me i've got the elite membership and so i get i i see all the layers but if you have a particular state you're probably just going to see the layers that are specific uh, that are available in your state um, one the water layers one is great lakes bathymetry so if you're in the great lakes you can see water depth there uh, there's nautical charts as a layer uh, river stage forecast is a layer trails and recreation um, there is a layer that's motorized roads uh, motorized roads and something else okay um, I ha actually it's funny that I haven't spent a ton of time playing around with the layers so um, I, I'm 
still familiarizing with with uh, myself with some of these active wildfire you can see where um, where there's been a wildfire uh, ongoing wildfire recently um, Boone and Crockett trophy big game areas um, you've got precipitation radar there's just a Rainier hunting land Rainier is a uh, one of the timber companies so there's a bunch of different um, bunch of different options prairie dogs is, has a layer I'm gonna go back to my state uh, Maine just to look at they have a layer uh, that shows private lands a layer that shows government lands a layer that shows possible access that's where you know showing how you might be able to get to legally get to private lands that might be otherwise landlocked and there's a layer that's uh, wildlife management district so if you see a layer that you like uh, there's all you have to do is tap it there's a plus that you tap on the layer you can also click on a description or tap on the description so I'm tapping on wildlife management districts it's pulling up a picture of what the layer is going to look like it says um, basically just that is uh, wildlife management district uh, descriptions uh, you tap on add to my layers and turn on and there you go so if you go to your state you find the layers that might interest you you hit the plus or hit add to my layers that's going to show up in your specific layers on your account now that doesn't mean that's going to show up on the map this is all within that layer sec section at the bottom of your screen um, you can go in and turn layers on and off you can add new layers you can remove new layers at, at all times it's it's it might sound a little complicated talking about it but it's very very simple um, crop data layers for 2020 this is one that just came out again this is why they do the updates because they're just constantly adding stuff um, I want to know what where were potatoes grown in Aroostook County where I live in 2020 I have a specific potato layer and it's they have all the different crops that are grown uh, this is all USDA information so I'm tapping on my potato layer it's turned it was turned off I just tapped on it and turned it on and now I'm going back to my map and whether or not I'm on satellite imagery or topo or hybrid all of a sudden all the potato ground just showed up and it is uh, it is highlighted in brown and all it's like different polygons uh, that are covered in brown and I can see the fields around my house that I know were planted in potatoes last year so it's really cool to see um, that uh, that layer uh, displayed uh, very very clearly and simply so that is um, uh, you can do that with all of the different crops uh, for the data that's available for your area I think it's probably going to be available for the entire United States because it's all USDA information um, and most farmers are required to report their their crop data for crop insurance or government programs and whatever so um, now I'm looking at that layer, all those potato fields, and I'm thinking, okay, I, you know, that means I know we don't plant potatoes every year. That they, they have a rotation crop. Potatoes are planted every other year or every third year up here. So anything that was potatoes last year, that's going to be in a rotation crop, which means it's probably going to be either a grain or a, a grass mix, grass clover mix, 
and that's going to have a lot of better, much better habitat for uh, mice and rodents, and that's going to mean it's going to be a good place for coyotes and foxes. And so that can really help you with your trapping scouting by using the data based on, on these layers. Um, of course, very basically, just using the aerial imagery to begin with is going to show you a lot of fields and places that you, you may not be particularly familiar with if you don't live in the area. But the crop data adds uh, another dimension. Now, I've seen all that. I'm tired of looking at it. Sometimes also the layers uh, will turn off or on when you zoom in and out because they're designed to display at a certain zoom level. So if you're not seeing what you like, you might have to zoom in and out. Um, again, this is Onyx for dummies. Okay, so uh, to move around on your screen, you just place your finger on the screen, hold it there, and move side to side or up and down, and that's going to move the map. Okay. Um, the other thing, uh, also, if you, uh, <laughs> you got to be a little bit careful. You'll learn this. Um, if if you just place your finger on the screen and hold it there in one spot without moving it, it's going to add a waypoint because that's like a quick, simple way they have designed it to be able to add waypoints. And so uh, if you did not mean to add a waypoint and you did, just hit the back button and you're going to be able to discard your that waypoint because they know this happens all the time and you're back to square one. So you just put your finger on and move it side to side up and down. That's going to move the map around. Now, to zoom in, you're going to take your, both your fingers, put it on the map, and pull them apart. You can be either be two fingers on one hand or your, maybe both thumbs from each hand. You're going to pull them apart to zoom in and push them together to zoom out, just like you would with any other application on your phone. And if you tap quickly in one area, just a quick tap and release, that's going to give you... Um, information on the area that you're you're tapping on. Okay, so uh, if you just tap quickly, it's going to tell you what whatever. If you have a layer turned on, it's going to tell you the data from that layer. If you just have, say you you know you you just have your basic WMDs turned on and your aerial image, you tap on that once, it's going to say you're in WMD seven or whatever, uh, and that's going. That's the information that's available. If you have the landowner information pulled up and you tap on that, it's going to, this all comes up from the bottom of the screen and it'll give you um, the the lat long and it'll give you a, about this area. And that'll either be the landowner information. Um, let's see, I've got about this area, I've got my crop data turned on. It says potatoes, uh, 119.9 acres, year 2020. Um, it's also going to give me other data from other layers I have pulled up. I just keep scrolling down. Boone and Crockett white-tailed deer. Um, that's going to tell me there's typically 17 uh, total typical entries. Not typically, typical white-tailed deer, Boone and Crockett antler score entries. Uh, total entries and typical and non-typical is 21. Blah, blah. Very cool stuff if you're into hunting. Uh, it's going to give you the area the entire area of that Boone and Crockett unit. Um, it's the Wildlife Management District. It tells me the D WMD I'm on. And it actually also gives you the weather, current weather, uh, mostly sunny, 81 degrees. Um, what it's going to do tonight, you can tap on there for the forecast. So 
by tapping in one spot, it's going to give you all the information that you have pulled up, starting with the most recent layer that you have. Now you're probably like me thinking right now, man, I got too many layers turned on. This is this is uh, this is confusing. You tap on that map layers and you scroll down just a bit and hit remove all layers. Boom. Go to other things. Remove all layers. This is the. Da, 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 da. Sure, you want to remove it? Okay. I've just removed all the layers that I had up, and so now I can just go back and and add more in if I want to. But I've cleaned things up. You can also just go into your layers and you can turn them on or turn them off uh, very simply. I'm going to go back to the crop data. I'm going to pull up, let's see, we'll go back to, let's hit grain. We'll add grain just to do something a little different. And that should be on in my layers now. Crop data, I'm going to pull that up. There's grain, grain is turned on. Um, I just tap on on grain and it turns it off within that layer screen. Okay, so and I want it back on. I just tap it again and turns it on. On off on off. Everything is just so simple. It's just toggle on and off. So um, that is that is layers. Um, the landowner information obviously is going to be one of your most probably your most important layer. I would I would think. Um, you're going to have the crops and you're going to have, depending on your state, again, why don't we pull up another state just because I'm curious. I'm going to tap on layers uh, and go back to layer library. And let's see, let's go, Alaska's right here and I love Alaska. So um, let's see, the you're going to have the private lands, game management units, government lands, possible access, Alaska guide use areas. So that's a specific thing for Alaska. Um, guides have specific areas that they're able to operate in. So that is a layer if you're a guide and you want to make sure that you're staying within your area um, or you're curious about you know what areas people are guiding in, you can add that layer. Uh, Alaska special hunt areas, uh, those that'll show the boundary of those. This is cool, Alaska mining claims. And so if, if you are interested, maybe you have a friend that has a mining claim or whatever, or you're interested in just learning where uh, those certain claims are, or maybe you wanna do a little prospecting and pan for gold or whatever, um, that, that's a layer available in Alaska as well. Um, let's go to, let's do the south. You guys down south, Arkansas. Let's see what Arkansas has. They have private lands, government lands, Arkansas hunt zones, and possible access. So every state is going to have something a little bit different. Uh, maybe Georgia. Georgia has a layer of Georgia voluntary public access. So that, that must be some sort of a program that they have uh, available there. So just it's going to depend on your state, but a lot of different layers there. And... I can guarantee you that this is one of the things that Onyx is going to spend a lot of time expanding and growing is uh, is getting adding new layers just constantly. And also just to mention to, to try to make it a little simpler, the layers are sorted out by type. And so there's hunt layers, there's the crop data layers, there's trails and rec. And so you can it, it, that also helps you kind of keep it organized so for instance um, for my area I'm looking at trails and rec and you've actually has you have recreational sites trails 
trail mileages, trail slope, and motorized roads. So um, I, I put the trails on and it has all of the snowmobile and ATV trails for my area available on, on that layer. So uh, just a, another thing to, uh, to take advantage of. Wow, I was long-winded. I just realized I finished recording this thing and I was like an hour and 40 minutes or so talking about Onyx. So this will be the first half and we'll talk about the rest of it uh, next week. We'll talk more about uh, markups, uh, offline use, using the downloading maps for offline use, uh, markups meaning your waypoints, lines, area measurements, and tracks, and a few other details on on advantages that you could take uh, using this app so i hope it's useful for you guys and uh, another thing let's see what else is going on we're going to have the cotsboro's message of the week here in a second uh, onyx if you have any other questions uh, maybe wait till next week's episode uh, is finished but feel free to email me jrodwood at gmail.com if you have real technical problems uh, feel free to contact customer support at onyx they're great to work with and remember that promo code trap trap will save you 20 percent off your first purchase um, as far as news there i guess i don't have a whole lot to report i've been working on trying to get some youtube videos up and i've been struggling severely with that um with my slow internet connection. So that's been very frustrating, but I'm hoping as I record this, that tonight I will have my first of three videos from this spring's beaver trapping season. So if you're, uh, if you're interested, maybe tune in, check it, check into YouTube channel and see if I've got that loaded up. If not, uh, it'll be eventually, eventually we'll figure that out. So let's get on to the Cotsboro's message of the week. Now is the time to buy trapping supplies. It's a simple reminder that a lack of preparation on your part does not create an emergency for Cotsboro's the week before the season. With supply chain issues related to the coronavirus and everything else going on and limited availability of stuff, uh, a successful trap line starts now and it starts with getting those supplies together ahead of the season well in advance because the closer you get, if something's not available, the harder it's going to be to track down. So thanks, Cotsbros. Check them out, K-A-A-T-Z-B-R-O-S.com, and order what you need. Guys, till next time, keep on talking trapping, keep on thinking trapping. We'll catch you on the next episode.